Well, welcome to another episode of the Jones Underground Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Jones, and I'm here with Mrs. Jones. Hello, everyone. She's going to sit in and have her, uh, you know, opinion and join in on the sports topic tonight. You said I'm gonna sit in as if like I don't have an opinion. Oh no, she has an opinion, so she's mm-hmm. gonna give her take on a on a very um, on a very sobering uh, sports topic. So uh, this is Tuesday night on January third. So on January second, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills were playing a football game. It was a playoff. Playoff. Both teams are in the playoffs. They were. Pretty much trying to see who's going to be the best team in the AFC. And uh, on the second quarter, um, <clears throat> DeMar Hamlin safety for the Buffalo Bills, he made a tackle and then he collapsed on the field, uh, requiring CPR to get him off the field. And I wish people would stop sharing the play, you know, that it happened on because it was very... It was a very tragic situation, and they had to stop the game, and uh, they postponed the game because it was a very, it was, a, you know, the man was literally on the field fighting for his life. Wow. And now, a quick update on on Mr. Hamlin. He's doing better in critical condition. Um, he's on, you know, it went from 100% oxygen to being on 50% oxygen, and he thanks the the Bills fans and all the people that are. Giving him and sending him well wishes. So we want to make sure that first thing we say is we want to keep him and his family lifted in prayer. And it's very tragic that, you know, someone almost lost their life on the field, you know. So we want to make sure we mention that and we want to keep him lifted up in prayer. Now, the second thing that happened, as this was going on and as this game played out and as the players were emotionally taken aback and, and having to deal with one of their brothers fighting for their life on the football field. One, Skip Bayless had a tweet where he essentially said that it was too much on the line for this game to be postponed and they just need to go ahead and play on. Basically. And I'm not going to get into the whole, I'm not going to read it word by word because it's sickening. It's absolutely sickening. And, you know, the outrage that he received from the tweet was warranted. Now, I know he came on uh, Undisputed and apologized with his handful of papers. He he read that off, and and I know Shannon Sharp didn't come into work and everything else. and, And I know there was a situation, and we'll get to that later. But more importantly... A lot of us, and I'm not saying this skip is racist, because once again, we can point at a lot of these old guard journalists and these talking heads and say that they, you know, we, we can't say that they all the way racist because they, they speak enough for black people and I got black friends and I help black people get in the industry and I do all this work with black people and look at Stephen A and these people, they were there because I helped them out. So I'm not trying to say that. Skip Bayless is racist, but what I'm trying to say is a lot of these journalists, especially the ones of the old white persuasion, have a feeling as if these million-dollar players are essentially million-dollar slaves. And it made us feel a certain kind of way because this man is literally almost got killed playing football 
And y'all just wanted us to keep going like we were back in the old ancient Roman Coliseum days. And y'all wanted to have something to cheer about. Oh, we got too much on the line. Both these teams in the playoffs. A game can't take the place of this man's life. And for that post, that tweet to go out the way he did, and now he's apologizing and trying to walk it back because, you know, I think more or less he's, I don't know if he's really sorry or he feels that he's being canceled because all of black Twitter, all of black Twitter <sighs> rose up today, which is, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know. And not just black Twitter. It was all, um, you know, Facebook. You know, and, and there's a lot of white Instagram, Twitter too rose up. A lot of people said you know. something. But when I say every single, if if somebody was black with any kind of, any kind of standing, they were adding Skip Bayless today. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to get into that a little bit because when I sit here and say it was warranted. It was definitely warranted. My man, I, I'm done with Undisputed. And we'll get into more of that later. But I'm done supporting this man because at the end of the day, you're not going to tell me that this man almost dying out here was not significant. Enough for us to postpone a game for people's entertainment. Is right. if these people can't get their money back. Right. I've seen black fans come to NFL games, and almost half these games, these fans, especially when they're visiting, right. and you know, like the man was in Oakland, the Patriots fan was in Oakland, they're getting accosted by white people, they're getting yelled racist slurs and everything else. You, they're being black fans come to these games and get treated like dirt, and even some of the players who are dealing with some of the media are being treated by like dirt, and we wonder why because they're not appreciated. They're essentially these guys are disposable, you know. Right. And so I'm just gonna you know let my wife kind of say how she felt because. I was trying to tell her about it last night and maybe I didn't articulate it because I was kind of upset about what happened. Right. No, I, um, so when we initially, you know, found out what happened on, on the, um, field. So we did talk about that, but I guess last night he was wanting, I wasn't feeling great. So I think that's why I didn't really pay attention to it. But, um, <clears throat> To wake up to see, you know, not only the comment, but hearing him go back and say, see, that's not what I meant. But see, here's the thing. We live in a world where there are a lot of people that say what they really mean, because you don't just blurt out stuff that you don't mean. They say what they really mean, and then they go back and they say, oh, you read me wrong. Or, oh, you, that's not what I was really trying to say. No, it's a tweet, which means exactly what was on the tweet was what was on the tweet. And the crazy thing about it is the timing between the tweets, it wasn't right away. You didn't go right back and say, oh, I didn't mean that. No, you posted the tweet and after a few responses or, uh, you know, few thousand responses on there rapidly 
Then you went and retweeted. Oh no, but he doubled down at first though. You know, but but you know, and but what I'm saying is it's like, you know, that whole oh wait a minute, this is not what I really No, no, this is what you said, and we've seen that so many different times. We prime example, Trump. We've seen Trump get out there tweet, 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 tweet. Tweeting his whole mind and saying, Oh, that's not really this was read incorrectly. So this is what you did. You know, and then you get on the show today and look up Shannon ain't there. So now it's setting into you what you actually, you know, what you did. Even though you knew then, it's setting in. You know, and my opinion on the fact is this. Is you see, you see people being treated, black people being treated like this all too often. Okay? We see it all too often. I think what makes it different in this sense is that this was actively happening, you know, and your comment came in the, this is before anybody ever knew if he was going to make it, you know what I'm saying? This wasn't, you know, it was just in the heat right. of it. And it's something about being in the heat of a situation that was just, oh, it was just wrong and it was indecent. And, you know, and then you've got so many other people coming after him, in, in, especially on Twitter. Um, one in particular that I was telling my husband about, Colin Kaepernick. Like, you had, he, but he kind of counted down his, his offenses. Like, Skip, you had an issue with this, you did this, you did this. But out of all of this stuff you've done, this is probably the, the worst, you um, know. And there's so many other people, so many other players that were on the field that day that commented. You know, I personally, I just, I don't know if they're going to cancel him. I, I, my gut is that uh, Shannon will probably leave before they cancel Skip. Uh, and that's my gut because, unfortunately, we don't see that happen enough where, you know, People that are saying something that has definite, definite racial undertones get released from their contracts. You don't really see that happen too often. No, but I'm going to say this. Skip Bayless is the only reason that Fox Sports was being watched for the last two years. And I'll say it ain't him per se because, once again... Somebody paid him millions and millions of dollars to leave ESPN. And for him to bring Shannon Sharp with him. And I'll say Shannon Sharp has been the one that has made. I get up early in the morning and start working. And when I wasn't inbound, I would be listening to Shannon Sharp just do his thing. Because I used to make fun of him like, man, this dude is like built like a horse. But <clears throat> at the end of the day, Shannon Sharp had... You know, it's more than just a common sense. If something had to get said, Shannon would say it. And he, to me, he seemed to be somebody who would be reasonable when Skip Bayless wasn't. And I would really mm -hmm. just watch the show because I was entertained by Shannon Sharp. You know, now I can sit here and say maybe they had one other show I would catch in the afternoon sometimes with Marcellus Wiley. But other than that, I didn't watch the network. And I really didn't watch First Take because I just think Stephen A. Smith really got to the point where he was doing too much and he was he was really a lot of hyperbole and I didn't like the situation. 
There was a point in the show the other day where it really got, or last week, or maybe a week and a half ago, where it got really uncomfortable when Shannon was basically pointing out that Tom Brady is no longer good. The Tom Brady was being bad. He was not having a good season. He was not doing what Tom Brady normally does. And Skip Bayless took it personally and started attacking Shannon Sharp on the situation to the point where Shannon Sharp got, you know, he really just took his glasses off like, man, I'm a three-time Super Bowl champion. I'm in the Hall of Fame. And you attacking me? Talking about he a better? I don't, it ain't even about that. And when Shannon took his glasses off, Skip, the meat, oh, man, put your glasses back on. And, and people don't understand. When you see a black man that wears glasses, take their glasses off. <laughs> and, and we've all been there. Well, we've been at work where some white people said something funny to us. And we had to really stop in our place. Are you really saying what I think you're saying? And the fact that he came at Shannon with that, and people don't understand. Skip may not have thought he was being disrespectful. Every one of us that was on Twitter, everyone that came on YouTube and made a think piece about it, everyone that hit the pod circuit about the situation, which we didn't, I knew what was going on. I know what the situation was, and I understood the frustration that Shannon Sharp had. My brother, you're trying to work this job. You working with somebody who is a piece of work half the time? This is a billion dollar troll. That's what Skip Bayless is. He is a billion dollar troll. Because I try to think, man, this dude is a professional writer. He's got 25 years experience. Right. He has built a, you know, a good a business for himself in Los Angeles. And, and, and a, he's helped put this network up on his shoulders. And he did all the stuff. Then you look at what twi- you look at what Skip tweets out during these games, and it is nothing less than he's a billion dollar troll. His Twitter account looks like it's being ran by a fourteen year old sports fan, hmm. and that's what it sounds like. I've seen people uh, come at me when we play online video games. Remember how people say online game video gaming? Is one of the worst things ever. That's where Twitter has fallen to since Elon Musk has taken it to. And the reason it's gotten so low is because people like Skip Bayless and Donald Trump has taken it there. And made these people that don't have no face, don't have no platform, don't have nothing to give the world, but they can give their trash racism... They yeah. trash sports takes. Yeah. They can go in there and tell black people they suck all day long mm-hmm. without any consequences. Of course. And that's what Skip Bayless has been doing. Mm-hmm. He has been on Twitter saying stuff that you wouldn't say this to this person's face. Then they would bring Terrell Owens on and they had to almost hold this man down. And every single person that's ever known him that's been sit that sat next to him on the desk. Every single black person has come out against this man. Yeah. When I looked and I saw the out the 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 devastation from that game last night, and and it's not a white or black thing, but when I saw white players and black players crying, yeah. and I see the, you know Josh Allen. Josh Allen is he is a white version of Cam Newton. If I ever saw one, big. Burly white guy, and he's tears rolling down his eyes. They bloodshot red. 
Because he's crying over his brother on the field. Mm-mm. And here this man saying, play on. You know, like we in gladiators, bring out the next champion. Right. You know, there is something wrong. And it's not wrong with us because at the end of the day, when you are a... When you get into the NFL and one of my cousins plays for the Kansas City Chiefs and we we, we have another person that just made it into the league, of a friend of ours that had their nephew, he's made it to the NFL. He just got drafted. And so when you make it, and I was just watching one guy who used to play for the Detroit Lions and the Oakland Raiders, he was on a show about finances and stuff. When you see these guys make it to the league and we just think that they made it, do you know how fast these these young dudes' money go? They get a contract and their money is gone like that. They pay 40% of what they make in income taxes. So half their money is gone to taxes. And the moment they buy their mama a house, they get a nice little crib to stay, they get a nice little ride, they take that girl on some vacations or something like that, they buy their kids something nice. Now they sitting here like, uh oh, you know, where their money at? Right. And then you all, you also got to talk about the agents that get a five percent cut off of what they make too, or whatever percentage it is. But these agents ain't making these agents ain't putting pen to paper for you for free. So when you talk about these athletes who never had nothing, who had to played three years of college football for free, risking their life and limb. Then they get in the NFL and get this money and you have competition the likes of none could ever see. Because the moment your knees hurt, somebody else is taking your place. <laughs> the moment something happens, somebody want to get out here and take everybody that you know yeah. wants your job. Yeah. You got people on the practice squad waiting on you to get hurt. <laughs> I don't care what it is. If it's a backup quarterback, they holding the clipboard, but they looking on the field like, as soon as you fall over long, they got their helmet in their hand. Hey, next one up, right? Right. So when you have that amount of pressure that you're dealing with, and you almost lose your life, when you see somebody get hurt and carried off the field, not only just carried off the field, carted to the hospital from the field, Sometimes we have to stop and say, hey, man, I know this game brings in billions of dollars. Billions. I know this game is, you know, some people, they they betting on the game now. It's gambling, it's fantasy football. So now it's a lot of people's money riding on it over the table now. It ain't illegal to gamble on football no more. So it's over the table now. So I know a lot of people... Want this game to get played because they got money on the line and there's gambling going on and and there's playoffs and, 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 and then with Skip Bayless the issue is he wanna have something to come in to work and talk about. Uh-huh. So yeah, let's get this game over with so I can say who is better and, and who's gonna do this and who's gonna be that and stuff like that. Sometimes before you run on Twitter and post everything your mind got going on in that moment. You need to take a breath, give it five minutes, 
Because I've live tweeted games. We was watching the Warriors in the uh, in the finals, and I was live tweeting the Warriors games when we was watching them. And I was having a good old time, and not as good when they was losing, but <laughs> I was having a good time. I've live tweeted Laker games, and I'm just like, yeah, LeBron look good, or this guy's dope. Oh, man, they're going to lose this game, man. You know, sometimes before I say something that's truly offensive, while I'm being disrespectful to the people I heard that make way more billions of dollars than I make, that get paid to be professional athletes, that don't even care about me and my two or three hundred followers or whatever. Ooh. I'm not going to, you know, you have to take time out. And the same thing if you just posting right. on anything. That's right. If you mad at husband, he didn't got on your nerves, you finna go let him have it on the, you finna go live and talk about how he trash and stuff. Sometimes you gotta stop. Take a moment with the songs, they take a moment to think about flexibility love. You gotta take a a moment. Because when you hit sin, and that's what we have an you issue with. You can't take it. You can't take it back at that point, man. You know how I mean? many? How many of these people that they said, "Oh, these, this police officer was racist," and he wound up getting in a situation where he got jammed up. He didn't shot somebody that he shouldn't have shot. He they didn't call him doing some stuff. Then they go on his social media and he called using the N word and these people and all this other stuff. Next thing you know, dude out here looking for a job. Right. Why? Because, hey, not only do we see that you are a menace in your job where you get jammed up constantly, now we're seeing your racism on full display when we look into your situation on social media. It's not. If there was people and there now there are people that actually go in and they look at nurses and they look at teachers and they look at police officers and politicians, they pull their social media stuff up and they expose these people. When these people go in hotels and they have somebody treating them some kind of way and they that video goes viral, somebody would go in and pull out Karen's social media and show that to her job. And these people have been losing their jobs. Yeah. So before you go posting something like something real stupid, you need to really think about how that's going to affect you moving forward. Now, if you're about that life, then hey, man, you just do what you want to do. But for those of us who have jobs like Skip Bayless does, where a majority of the people that listen to you are black, <laughs> then you probably don't want to upset the people that are that are allowing you to make millions of dollars for talking about sports. Right. You know, because before Skip, they weren't making millions of dollars for talking about sports. You lucky. They Much used, less than that. Right. It wasn't a whole debate show. You got they him and him and that old dude Woody used to get him and Woody used to get fifteen minutes on cold pizza where they go back and forth. They used to get little segments here when they go back and forth. Stephen A came on there, and I'm gonna be real. The reason why it was popular because it was a black dude talking at a white dude. Because you have a black dude who's real good on sports and a white dude who's real good on sports. And so we listened to the debate rooting for the black guy. Right. So we were all hating on the Cowboys together. We were all rooting for LeBron James together. Because Skip just made it. Skip was the bad guy. Right. And we was all rooting for him. Why do you think that when he went to, um, when he went to uh, Fox, why do you think they got Shannon? 
They could have got any other white reporter. They had plenty of white reporters that they could have easily called up that could have been on the other side of them. Sure. But no, they got the biggest, strongest black dude that had that sound intelligent. They got the most, one of the most intelligent country dudes they can get because they wanted to make sure that they had they had a pulse on the situation. And when I sit here and say Shannon did an excellent job, to me, Shannon better than Stephen A. Smith. I'll take Shannon over Stephen A. Smith because not only he give it to you, it ain't the hyperbole y'all get. It ain't somebody screaming and yelling. It ain't that East Coast bias. Shannon is from the country. He's from Georgia. And he gives you that country, that good old-fashioned talk, man. He talk about his upbringing and, and, and everything he say, man. He give it to you because not only that, Stephen A. Smith was not a player, even though he may have played in college 20,000 years ago when they played with bricks and stuff. But oh, Shannon, was actually, <laughs> Shannon played actual sports. So when Shannon breaks stuff down, it makes sense to you. You know, especially for people who actually played sports. So, yeah, if you're making all this money talking about sports, then guess what you shouldn't do? Go on Twitter and make a butt of yourself or make light of the people who are basically giving you the platform that you have. Right. You know, and so like I said, I, I, I pray for... I pray for my man Hamlin. I know he's getting better. Um, I don't care if he ever play a game of football again. Same way with Kelly. I just want them to be good, you know? Yeah. They don't have to play football to be good. It's like if somebody used to rap and they were good rapping, but they're not, you know, you know, they're not out here no more. I don't care about them having hits and stuff now. I'm just happy that these guys have some form of success and that they being productive in their life. As long as these guys are good and they're happy and they're making their money, they don't ever have to be out there risking their life to play a game again. I just want them to be good and healthy. Right. You know, everybody, man, everybody not LeBron James. These careers, <laughs> these careers, man, three years. Uh. If you get three years in any given sports league, you did good. <laughs> man. Everybody so, not LeBron. Okay. Now LeBron is, you know, he he the GOAT in years, man. He been in the game so long. That's it. Yeah, he got miles, man. Mm-hmm. But um LeBron James still goat. But <clears throat> we uh but we all but once again you just have to make sure that, you know, this is a game still. This is not worth somebody's life. I don't care how much they get paid, you know. And yeah, we know people in the streets doing much more for much less, but it's not about that. And even them, I hope y'all get out the streets and find something to do that's productive, that doesn't risk you getting shot or going to jail type stuff. I wish anybody with a dangerous job didn't have to do that dangerous job to make a way for their family. Oh, man. You got anything on this one? I do too, but... No, no, I, I think you pretty much literally covered everything I would have said. You know, again, I just, you know, sports world has definitely changed over the years. It's not, it's not what it used to be mm-hmm. um, in, on good notes and bad notes. Um, but 
all in all, I think more so on a on a negative side, the sports world is. It just seems like it's, it's just become a cesspool of toxicity, and you know, someone that and I never was. I I, I have to be honest. Don't really go into football. Not really into football as much as I am into basketball. But even with that, I follow closely enough to to see it, you know. And it's sad, especially you know because you know there are some people that take their job seriously. They love what they do. They want to do it. They literally have a desire to do what they do. And when you get out there and you realize that. Your life means nothing, even on the field, even when even when you are giving this talent to the world, your life still don't mean nothing to them. And it was evident, even with Colin, who I was talking about, Colin Kaepernick, you know, it was the start that that wasn't necessarily the start, but it definitely put it on the main screen that this is really what people think about you. Right. And they you know, will throw you away. And they will throw you away if they have the opportunity. And, and my thing is, is, you know, while it's important for us to see that so that we don't get so wrapped up in, you know, our position and things like that, it, it's also the thing that, it, I mean, it's really sad. It makes you wonder, like, is it worth it? You know? And with so many people, including... um you know, Twitch that recently passed, you know, uh, having that mindset like it doesn't matter what I do. He was, he felt like he it doesn't was not matter, important. you know, it doesn't matter what we do as black men, we're still gonna be treated this way. You yeah, know, that was his post that people were showing, right? Yeah, yeah. And the sad part is, it is awfully depressing when you're a black man. You you got kids. You have a family that you're trying to provide the support for, and you still feel like nothing. You still feel like if you wasn't here, would nobody even care? Yeah. And I just pray, and and I pray that us, you know, especially, and I know all men. I'm gonna say all men, so that people know that I know. Hey, I know some white people that listen to. I'm not just saying, but it's especially hard for us black men because. Y'all don't deal with the social situation of having to hide your feelings to think that how people think you're good. You know, that stigma, I'm a tough guy and I'm a Klingon and I don't, I don't have feelings. That's what women have in their chest. No. No, we have feelings. And it's okay to have feelings. And it's okay to understand that you are worth something. You're not just worth something because... Of the money you make, or the car you drive, or the house you live in, mm-hmm. and if you don't have nothing, you have God, you have people that love you, even if you don't see it. And and I'm just talking about because I've lost, you know, some people, a coworker, and stuff like that. And we don't know how the situation went down, but even seeing that my man died of suicide, Twitch, you said from the Ellen Show, mm-hmm. you. We have to really, you know, suicide is really going on in the black community and people not really nope. watching it at all. Nope. We really have to take time out to understand our self-worth. That my man Hamlin is worth something. He's worth more than being a safety. He is not some thrown away piece out here. Right. You can't just draft another one of him. He has a family that loves him. He has people that are supporting him. This man gives to that community. 
I didn't know that Buffalo was the city it was. I didn't know this many black people hung out there until a couple of years ago. And even knowing that, man, I'm just saying we have to understand that we are worth something. You ain't got to rap and, and play football and sell drugs to be valued out here. You know? Right. So really, we need to really take time out. And really, you know, give yourself a hug sometimes. Let's say protect your peace. You know, sometimes if you got to take time out and and, and and show appreciation to people. Tell them that how, tell somebody they good, you know. Yeah. Tell somebody thank you, you know. Give people their flowers while they're here. Mm-hmm. You know, because that could be the difference between somebody taking their own life thinking they're worthless or going to try to get some help to take care of that situation. Right. So that's my, you know, my little piece, my little soapbox today. I'm, they don't normally be on when I'm talking about sports. And I'm going to try to give y'all some more sports episodes where we can talk about this nitty gritty that's going on and these other topics. But I just wanted to make sure that we address the situation with Skip Bayless, that we talked about it. And being honest, I pray for him. Pray that God open his eyes up and understand that everything is not about the game. Let's talk about these. These are men. These aren't just football players and basketball players. These are men who have lives and have families. Right. And they are worth more than being dragged out on the right. field and some uh, backup coming to take their place. Right, right. You know? I don't care if it's a nobody, undrafted rookie free agent. If he fall off this field, it hurts everybody. Right. And I and I hope the NFL understands that. We need to really take a look at this game and try to make it a little more safer for the people that play it. That's right. You know, and I'm a I'm good now. <laughs> you good, babe? I am good. All right. So I'm hoping you guys have a great evening. Um, we will be back um, again with another podcast, but it will be next week. Uh, by that time, I would have had a birthday. So happy birthday to me. Woo-hoo. My birthday is in one more day. Yeah. Um, so I am very, very uh, happy about that. And blessed and grateful and all that good stuff happy birthday happy birthday um we got a few pieces of music out so if you're looking up house of jones there's uh three pieces we got released so far we're working on an upcoming ep and uh also if you look up at the jones underground youtube page we have a few keyboard reviews and we'll see if we can get bay to come through on something yeah, why not? <laughs> so we'll see if we can work on that. Well, thank you guys for listening. We really do. Um, thank you for all the support and keeping up with us and following us on social media. And um, we hope to hear from you. We hope that you hear from us again. You will. We'll be back. Talk to y'all later. All right, goodbye.